Hi everyone, this is Kala. You're listening to a special edition of the Physics Buzz podcast. Mike Lucibella and I were recently at the AAAS meeting in Washington, D.C., and we decided to kind of try an impromptu podcast where we just talked to each other about things we had seen at the meeting. Uh, and it went really well. I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, but as sometimes happens when you're saying things off the cuff instead of writing them down like we normally do, uh, sometimes you get things wrong or things need to be interjected later on. And so there are a few times where you will hear me uh, interject something into the podcast just so we're perfectly clear and as accurate as we can be, you know, because that's important. Uh, so anyway, enjoy the podcast and uh, thanks for listening. Testing one, two. This is Cala Cofield reporting from Washington, D.C., here with Mike Lucibella. How are you doing, Mike? I'm good. How are you doing, Cal? I'm really good. We're here at the AAAS meeting, which stands for, let me see if I can get this right, it's the American Association for the Advancement of Science? That's exactly right. AAAS is a nonprofit member organization that publishes the journal Science. Their meetings are general science meetings. Mike and I decided to talk about the places where we found physics that were maybe unexpected. There was one session I saw called The Science of Eating, and one of the, the speakers there, his name is William Yossis, uh, he's the pastry chef at the White House. He's a big proponent of something called molecular gastronomy, which basically takes things that you find in a laboratory and bring them into the kitchen, things like you know making ice cream with liquid, liquid nitrogen and that kind of thing. Um, and it's a, kind of, it's a cutting edge way of preparing food and coming up with you know, new food ideas that takes a lot of you know, scientific uh, investigation and a lot, of, uh, a lot of scientific knowledge to be able to create these new, exciting food concepts. Mm. He's uh, actually spoken at Harvard about this uh, as part of an ongoing uh, class that they're having up there uh, about molecular gastronomy. And it's, it's being hosted by a physicist whose name escapes me at the moment. There are actually two Harvard physicists involved with the class, David Weitz and Michael Brenner. The class has a website with some videos, and you can find that at our website, physicscentral.com. So, Kala, how about you? What have you seen here that, uh, that's physics in unexpected places? I went to a session um, called Teaching Evolution in the Muslim World, and it turns out that there's kind of like in America, there's a lot of creationists um, in the Muslim world. There's a lot of people who feel like evolution, especially human evolution, kind of conflicts with their religious ideals. And that's a lot of biology, but what also came up was the issue of randomness. Randomness is its a physics concept that quantum mechanics figured out, you know, that quantum particles don't have a definite position. They just have a probability that they're in any one position. And it was Einstein who also had a real uh, conflict with that. You know, he said, God doesn't play dice with the world or something like that. The actual quote is, I, at any rate, am convinced that he does not throw dice. However, the quote is often paraphrased as, God does not play dice or God does not play dice with the universe. So there's randomness in evolution, too. There's randomness in genetics, you know, the, the chance of inheriting a gene from your parents. Um, you can break down into probabilities. And people have a problem with that when it comes to their religious ideals because it makes it seem like who we are, you know, as humans is random as opposed to being controlled by a religious entity. And so there's a lot of work going into, you know, trying to make those two ideas come together and, and trying to open people's minds to the idea that you can have both uh, religion and science. What was really interesting is that in the Muslim world, there's a, there's a lack of young earth creationism. Um, I thought it was really neat that actually the Muslim religion, at least in these countries that the speakers talked about, unlike Turkey, 
there's actually a lot of people who are okay with the idea that the Earth is millions of years old, maybe even billions. 4.5 billion. This is also a physics concept because we determine the age of the Earth via a technique called radiometric dating, which basically relies on the radioactive properties of atoms to determine the age of a sample of rock. Which is really one of the, the big things in America that's kind of an issue right now, this idea that the Earth is only 6,000 years old. So I think that shows actually that there's certain ideas that that can be okay with religion and science, and it depends on where you are in the world and what religion you're talking about. So I think it really showed that there's a lot of room for uh, for making these two come together. And I was really interested that that physics comes into that, you know, this quantum idea of randomness. So that was really neat. Um, so there's another meeting that you're going to be going to. I will be missing. That's coming up but this should be pretty fun. Do you want to tell our listeners about that? That's right. Uh, coming up in uh, March, it's the uh, annual APS March meeting, and it's going to be in Dallas, Texas this year. And already we're looking forward to a whole bunch of different uh, exciting physics uh, talks and lectures and that kind of thing. Uh, one, one I'm particularly looking forward to is one called the uh, Science of Barbecue, which I think is extremely appropriate for Texas. So that's going to be a good one. I'm jealous. And we, we've advocated this on the podcast before, but if you're an undergrad or grad student and you're interested in going to the APS meetings, um, there are a lot of ways to do that. Talk to your department to get funding. There's a lot of activities there for you. Check out the APS website. There's a lot more information there um, if you're interested in going. Because it's, I, I love those meetings, and uh, it's an amazing opportunity to talk to so many physicists. I don't know how many physicists go to the March meeting. Uh, we have over 8,000 registrants this year, which is the biggest one yet. Wow. They're all going for the physics and barbecue. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> all right. I think, that's, uh, I think that's all we have to cover. I think I that's think, it. I think so. This is Mike and Kelly from the AAAS meeting in Washington, D.C. You've been listening to the Physics Buzz podcast. Check us out at physicscentral.com. I'm not really letting Mike talk a lot. I'm kind of leading this charge. Anything you want to say, Mike? Thanks for listening.